And we are back. This is an emergency podcast. Um, I am not going to get into it, but I think anyone that knows me knows uh, I'm struggling um, today. Marcus Smart is no longer a member of the Boston Celtics. We all know this. I was up late (laughs) uh, refreshing my Twitter feed, following like 13-year-olds that are pretending to break news. It was a disaster. (laughs) And I went to sleep and then I, it was like when you wake up, you got in an accident the night before. I haven't been in one of those. And then you're like, oh my gosh, uh, what just happened? So um, I love Marcus Smart. We have Maddie, obviously. And uh, Jesse does not love Marcus Smart. But <laughs> I think we want to start out before we get into his legacy um, his heroism and everything that goes into the Boston Celtics. <laughs> How much time do we have? Experience. About 45 minutes now. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, just Porzingis. So Porzingis is is now a Boston Celtic. Uh-huh. What were you guys thinking when you were like I mean, looking at the, the trade initially? So there's always a tendency when these trades happen to just gravitate to the negative and look at the downside as opposed to the upside. But we're positive yeah. here, right? So... I can tell you definitively that every comment that we make is obviously contingent on Porzingis playing 80 something 5% of the games this year and being available in the playoffs, right? So just like yes. foundationally, that's the starting point. I know that he is a player unlike any they've had in the last chunk of years since the Tatum and Brown years. They don't have never had a Porzingis. They do not have anybody who plays like he plays. Right. He is kind of Al and Rob combo insurance, which I know is ironic because he's going to need an insurance policy as well. But, you know, they couldn't even run basic pick and roll stuff in the playoffs. They got eaten alive. Possessions, yeah. part of that was Marcus. They And everybody was... Well, they couldn't beat a zone, right? No, they couldn't they could, figure out how to manage a zone. Possessions defense. just evaporated on them. And so that's how you lose. So... Porzingis is elite pick and roll, obviously shoots a three, like 40%, like an underrated rim protector. I was watching Anthony Edwards interview, like, I don't know, like a few months ago. He said the person he's most scared of when he goes to the rim in the league is Porzingis. And he's one of the best finishers in the league. So like, if healthy, he brings them an element that they do not have. He can spot up in the corner and leave room for Jalen and Tatum. He can slash, he can run the pick and roll high screen. So if he's healthy, he gives them an element they have not had previously, and it makes them a lot harder to defend. My first thought when I heard Porzingis was, oh, my God, I forgot about Porzingis. He's still around. And then I looked him up real quick just because I was like, still like this guy's been around forever. He had a year. 27 years old. 27, that's it. He'll be 28 at the start of the season. Yeah. Right. And that really blew my mind. And then I was looking because I knew he had some injury history and stuff. But if you look at his injuries, his injuries were ACL, MCL. Like those are kind of they can be freakish, right? Like that can happen to anybody. So yeah. it's not like he has these underlying like they're not recurring back, injuries. Right. Or a bad foot or or something. Yeah. You know, like he's not like a Kemba Walker where mm-hmm. it's like damaged goods. Like these are just sort of freak accidents. And I mean, he played more games last year than Marcus Smart did. So, no, that's not, no, Brogdon. Well, oh, no, it was Brogdon over three years. No, Porzingis last year played more games than Marcus. Yeah, Martin, yeah, he right? played 65. Right. So, I don't know. I'm not really worried about the best ability. Concern. 
Vic Fangio. Um, oh boy, how did you slide Vic Fangio into this conversation? Unbelievable. I, there's oh, always a way. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. so he did play as many games as Ma- Malcolm Brogdon over the past three years. They're they're both at like one fourteen, which is it was incredible. identical. Uh, yeah, it's it's identical. Um, and and yeah, he's twenty seven. And what really excites me is the ability to open up lanes. Right, like Jalen Brown is a drive drive guy, get to the hoop, et cetera. You know, an and one Tatum is drive and kick or drive, get to the basket. He doesn't need a lot, but you cannot, you cannot leave Porzingis alone, like from any spot around the three point line. And it's not just corner threes. Um, the way is just like, he's like a souped up Gallinari, (laughs) which is a good thing. That's fine. Like, that's what we want, right? Like, Bell, like, that's a guy who can create his own shot in the playoffs when everything else kind of stalls out. Yeah. And I mean, I think he shot, I think he shot 39% or something yep. like that from three last year, yep. which when you have a guy that's seven three doing that, and, you know, he, I'd like to see him have, yeah, he's, he's like, a- yeah, you know, like a few more rebounds. Maybe I, I think he averaged eight ish, give or take. Um, but again, like Maddie, I know you and I kind of talked about this offline a little. If you have a guy like him coming in and helping out Rob and giving allowing Rob to play those 20 minutes, 25 minutes a game, which yeah. we're probably gonna get from him. Yep. Uh, you can expect. And then you you have that insurance, like you mentioned earlier with, with Porzingis. I think yeah, I, I just think it can, it, it alters how this team plays and it allows, which we'll talk about shortly, I'm sure, but you're also subtracting a player, which now will allow, I think, the the Jays to really be forced to step up and yeah. take more control. So it's just yeah. a different element. It yeah, it'll be exciting. I think. I, I agree. I think this is Brad's way of and to hey credit to you. I don't think the Celtics were ever going to win a title with Marcus. Is it 100 his fault that they didn't win one? No. Did something need to be shook up? Yes. And was it the only part of the core that could have been sent off? Yeah. Jalen, it doesn't make any sense to trade Jalen Brown for all his warts. He's still young and, and improving. Didn't we? He's like 24. Like, he's 26 or 20. Yeah. But you don't find those. They're not available. Those guys aren't available. Right. Miami is about to give every draft pick they have until 2030 for Lillard. For what? Like you, And he's like 50. Like these guys don't come available. So right. I think. You're right. You're right. Marcus I mean, if, if you're going to do something. And in the way I look at it too, like this, this is a sad day for me. I, I love Marcus Smart, and the reason I love Marcus Smart is not um, because I think he's the best basketball player on the team. And sometimes Marcus does think that, and he like he plays the way he thinks that. I don't know if deep down he does. Um, and you know, it's it's the adrenaline that I, I can't imagine there's anyone that plays with more adrenaline than he does, and sure. that's it's what gets me excited to watch him every single night. Like I can't take my eyes off him because you don't know what's going to happen. Yep. He is, he's going to make an amazing play, something that you will see 1% of NBA players be able to do or sure. be willing to do. Um, and that's what I love about him. He, and also then he's going to make a boneheaded play on the other end. Yeah, He's, um, he's going to negate that at times, 
but when he plays within himself, and we talked about this like a month and a half, two months ago, he can be excellent. And and that's what's frustrating about him. And to get two first round picks, yep. which are now more and more valuable because yeah, let's of look at that. aprons. Um there like and Porzingis for Marcus Smart, like he's his purpose in Boston, has he not? Like, are you okay with the bad Jesse? O'Connor and Simmons couldn't believe the value they got from him. You got you guys are just too attached to him either way. Who cares? Listen, oh I care. I I just want to know where do I start as I sit upon my throne of validation. Your legs are going to fall off on this victory lap. They're just going to come detached from your torso. I have like that turbo boost button when you're playing <laughs> in USA, and I'm just pew, 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 pounding the crap out of it. If the Broncos don't deliver this year, it's going to be the year of Bell, Gibby. He's going to bury you. It's not going to be good. 2023. All, all of the receipts are right in this little drawer. <laughs> I've been collecting them. I'm printing out my text messages. Listen, I ha- I I've said it all along for a long time that I like Marcus Smart as a player. I think he's a good, hardworking player. He has a ton yep. of energy. Like everybody knows, I've said this forever. Like I love what he brings. He's too erratic. Never trusted him to do the right thing in the right situation. And I think he's proven that time and time again, he can't control himself, right? Like he's got this element of playing within himself until he doesn't. Yep. And then it creates some sort of boneheaded play to use your words. Yep. Now I know yep. you've said in the past, like, you know, maybe the Celtics were, were in these games because Marcus kept them in it for a good amount of time. And yeah. then he did something stupid at the end. And yeah, sure. That could possibly be true, but that doesn't make it better. Like you kept them in it. Now don't do the stupid thing and allow them yeah. to win it and get, let the other person take, you know, take, go for the win and not like have that moment. Like I was at, I was at game one against Brooklyn in the playoffs last year when Tatum hit that layup at the buzzer yep. and yep, game one. had the ball in his hand with like 2.2 seconds left. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure he was <laughs> shooting that ball. And when he made that pass, like, I mean, no one was more of a Marcus fan in that moment than me because I, I was like, perfect. That's what I want. Just do that. Like facilitate, play defense and whatever, whatever. We all know this end of the day. It took Brad a couple years, but he saw what I've known all along, which is you cannot win a championship <laughs> with this team. You can't. And with, with Marcus smart, especially, I, I don't think Marcus smart is a championship caliber player on a team because he cannot be trusted to make the right decisions in the right moments. Yep. And ultimately it costs teams games. I think his, his heart dog determination, all the stuff you guys mentioned that is unequivocally true are mm-hmm. positives, but Brad finally got to a point where he was like, a, to, like you just said, this roster as currently constructed, couldn't win a title. It just failed twice in a row. Let's yep. call it what it is, right? Yep. You can layer in injuries and yep. bad luck and all this, but that happens to everybody. So happens throw that out. Everyone. So that plus the fact that Marcus is 30, he's not going to change the way he plays basketball. Well, this is what you got, right? So he had to shake it up and Brad figured, you know, this is the only guy I can do this with. And like, again, look at the moves they've made. They've just brought in Tatum's buddy from Duke Jefferson to be one of the assistant coaches. You said it earlier, Bell. I think this is Brad's way of being like, hey, you, it's you guys' team now, like co mm-hmm. this team. Because for all of Marcus's leadership abilities, it never equated to what he needed to do on the floor consistently. He was a leader in the locker room. The second they stepped on the floor, he was no longer a leader. He was erratic, irrational, and unpredictable. And that's not a leader. So 
I think they'll bring in some PJ Tucker type guys to like really solidify the locker room, like more Al types, but yeah. it's Tatum, it's Tatum and Brown's team now. And Brad was like, it's your team. I'm going to build it around you guys. Like you own it. So that's a good thing. So I want to make one or two quick points, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, first Marcus at age 30. Yes. There is no way sustainably the next five years, he is not going to age well because no. of what he's done to his body on the floor. No. Like, so like now is the time, right. And mm-hmm. and that you can get value. It's um, you know, this is, this is the right time to do it. And then um, on the, the leadership side, and in terms of Brown and Tatum, it's now, right? Yeah. Like there is, you know, there is no more like, hey, there's someone else here. It's not even Al being a voice in the locker room. Al is now Jeff Green. Yep. Um, it's now Tatum and Brown's turn to say like, this is how it's done here. And and so like, there's there's no more excuse anymore. Yep. And that's um, fine. It's a good thing. Change is good. I, I think it, I, I agree. I mean, it's forward now. Let's look forward. So it took the, well, it took the bulls trade getting rid of Charles Oakley to win yeah. a title. Um, and Brown and, and Tatum were relatively the same age that Pippen and Jordan were. Yeah. And absolutely. Right. And coming off of, yep. I'm pretty sure an Easter conference final loss, like yep. it's a very similar situation. We forget sometimes how young these guys are. I know. And how many thing, other how many other duos in the league moving forward would you pick over Brown and Tatum? Honestly, objectively, are there three? Are there even three or four? Yeah, I mean, there's a like Jokic and Murray obviously yep. play really right. well together, but that's yep. like that's it. <laughs> you know, so, I don't know who else. So, yeah, I mean, um, we got to get rid of Brogdon though. I don't. He, I mean, we can't have that guy chucking up shots and not looking like <laughs> if, he, if he looks off somebody else on like a high lob or something. Like Gibby, you said it. He just shoots right when he gets it. Uh, <laughs> Tatum's about to go for 50. I know. Game seven, they're up 20 with like four and a half minutes left. It's obviously his last possession. Yeah. Um, and Brogdon's out there calling for the ball. <laughs> he's just looking to drive. He was a distraction, Gibby. He was just a distraction. That's all. That's all. <laughs> like, get Tatum ball. He's got 48. He wants 50 in the game seven. Like You texted me that. You were so furious <laughs> about that. It's like, <laughs> but like, yes. What's Sorry, so what's what's the path forward now, right? So what happens? Hold on, can with- I say two more things real yeah. quick? Yeah. yeah, two more things with with Smart before we jump off of him. Um, I think like part of I think Smart overshadowed Tatum and Brown in a lot of ways, yeah. right? Where I agree with that. it became very evident to other people in the Celtics organization where they said you know, th- this is, this is Tatum's team. Like we can't have, this is never going to be Tatum's team with smart here. It's not, he's older. He's more outspoken. Like they lead yeah. in different ways. So I think that was also a heavy driver and like, we need to kind of move off them. Um, and then the only other thing I'll say is I've been reading a lot of articles today about like retiring smarts number. Have you guys seen these? Oh, the article, one came from the athletic, like get out of here. articles dude. out there about like the Marcus smart era and like, he bled green because he dyed oh, his hair yeah. green. And so I'm, listen, I'm, they, he, you know, I'm pretty sure you can, I'm not a big stats guy, but you can check me on this because I heard it. I'm pretty sure he is the longest tenured Celtic game wise that never won a championship. 
I think I saw that today. He is. Yeah. He is. So um, he's he's like fourth in steals, fourth in like three pointers made, like as a Celtic. There there are a number of things I love about Marcus Martin. Like I I don't think you're gonna find many fans of Marcus Smart that that are more passionate than I am about the way he plays. But um, I do not think his number belongs in the. This rack. isn't some ragtag franchise like the Thunder. You right. can't be retiring everybody. They got guys in the rafters like bird and mikhail and koozie like get out of here but i do want to i do want to pause like this was a malcolm brogdon trade right like this was the brogdon trade and the clippers who are perfectly fine with taking paul george with one (laughs) knee Kawhi leonard uh with like you know whatever paul george trade i saw today was like nine firsts it ended up being like nine first round picks but but all of a sudden they have pause about Malcolm Brogdon's elbow <laughs> in more or less a salary like swap. Yeah. Well, I think you can still get rid of him though because did you? We saw the report. But yeah, it, so so this wasn't a Celtics are trying to move Marcus Smart. This yeah. was they had to in order to get Porzingis based on the time and the pick because the pick Porzingis had to opt in by midnight last night. Yeah. Um, in order to do it, so it wasn't like so. I want to hear audio of the brad stevens to marcus smart phone call because there's obviously oh my gosh i will play that on a loop uh driving uh cross country will you cry more more than they did on that call do you think close yeah yeah to be like a friday night lights meets some friday night Lights situation oh parents yeah couldn't friday night lights jam together into one show for you that would be the emotions absolutely the value too good to pass up like you said those firsts are like the warriors the west is stacked they're not very good that could be like a mid pick next year i like how uh i like how gibby is spinning it that it wasn't actually a smart trade it was a brogdon trade when that was just a screen just a smoke screen gibby brogdon wasn't going anywhere on that trade that was just a smoke screen they snuck in marcus to keep you celtic psychotic fans marcus smart people (laughs) off the rafters for a little bit yep Come on. You guys are Boston. I can't believe you fell for that. <laughs> can, they, can they bring Grant back? Do they have the ability to bring him back or no? They, they do. They do. If someone offers him something like, I think it's someone, someone who can else. take them into their cap without a sign and trade. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I, I think next is Grant Brogdon and who knows what happens with Grant Brogdon and that pick to get to eight or nine. Danny Ainge is at nine. Old, old buddy Danny. So Grant, Brogdon, and whatever you need to get to nine. I really wanted to take this kid from um, from Arkansas, the uh, Anthony Black, the tall point guard. He's like yeah. elite defender, runs the pick and roll, selfless passer, moves out the ball. Like you watch his highlights, and he's like Marcus, but in control. Go get that guy. Let him distribute. Let the other guys score. You're going to find veterans for the mid-level exception. That'll yep. you'll find Tuckers and you'll find guys that you mm-hmm. can cram in here. That's how you build a team. That's what always worked. That worked when they had Garnett and Pierce and Allen. You jammed yeah, in a bunch of Brown comes in mid-season, the buyout and Posey. Yeah. Plays That's what I want. I want them to trade up. I want them to trade up into the draft. Is this kid like a Rondo? Kind of, but like taller. Okay. And, but similar archetype yeah he's not looking for his own shot necessarily he's looking to create and play defense and that's all you need from that position when you have those other guys scoring like you don't need marcus heat checks from half court with 20 oh, seconds left on the shot clock <laughs> <laughs> it's true 
Oh man. Truer words have never been spoken on this podcast. Yeah. I don't know who else is available for a point guard, but I know that they I think they might just trust Derek White, but they really need something else too. I think you need so, something else. Like I don't I don't know how I'd feel about White running the show. Yeah. Um I, 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 like I, I love White. Like I'm very happy with what White brought to this team. Yeah. I think he's been fantastic addition. But mm-hmm. I don't know that I want him running the show. Uh I saw someone someone mention uh Terry, scary Terry. I know, but he's not there. Uh, I don't like he's that. More than Brogdon. I know, I just don't like that. Yeah, he's a ball stopper. But I, yeah. so I think it's gonna go back to more of like end of game scenarios. They're not gonna have a point guard. The point guard's gonna be J- uh Jason Tate. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. he's gonna run point forward and you know, last two minutes of each in last five minutes, but what Porzingis does for the team start that is action it, is it changes the way that they can play in the last five minutes when they're up 13 and all of a sudden the lead gets sucked down to four and three. And they're like, Oh my gosh, what's going on here? Yep. Um, I don't know. So overall trade grades, where do you give it Jesse? <laughs> uh, I would give it an, is what's above an a plus. <laughs> Cause I'll give that to the Celtics. Uh, And I I cannot wait to see if if Ja actually ever plays again. But can you imagine him and Smart? And Bain? (laughs) Three lunatics. That team is just no shot. Dude, they're going to go Latrell Sprewell all over each other. You're going to get Sprewell, Arenas. You're going to get all of it. Who's their coach? Who's the coach? Who is the coach? Is he still – is it a new coach or – I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. It is. I don't know if it's some guy named Taylor Jenkins who's been there for a couple years. Okay. All right. Yeah, Smart's going to get him fired. Uh Uh A plus for the Celtics. Way to go, Brad. Um, The value alone is an A. To get Porzingis in those two picks to then be able to make moves, because like you said, Gibby, those picks are more valuable than they would have been in the past. It's still a late first, but that's where you get boring upperclassmen who came out in the draft who know yeah. how to run an offense that nobody else really wants because upside is all anybody in the NBA wants at the top half of the draft. So you get those point guards, like I just mentioned, with less upside at that point. So, yeah. so if they stay at 25, look for ESPN actually has it mocked, so I'm not breaking news here. Uh, Ray, Ray and this French guy, six foot six, seven three wingspan. French uh, guy? Is He he plays in France now? No, no, no. He plays in Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, no. Um, uh-huh. now, but yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I like, I like him. I watched, I, I like did, I was looking at Simmons's tweets and he's like, yeah, I'm just cramming for an exam doing like some research on prospects. I did the same thing this morning. Um, it was just let Rosillo handle that. I don't know why he even, bought. I know, I know. I don't need <laughs> <too much. laughs> Yeah. I haven't really been following. I got no prospects. idea for the NBA draft this year very closely because I didn't think it really mattered for the Celtics all that much. And I got after, but now it is interesting. I mean, how many, I think they have something like, what do they have? Like six, seven, eight, nine first round picks over the next handful of years. Like they have all their picks and they have two in a couple different years. So yeah, like I'm very curious to see. Yeah. Curious to see what they do. It's going to be fun. I think tonight's draft will be fun now. It's exciting. It's a must watch. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I haven't cared about an NBA draft in a while. It'll be fun because I think you can get into the top part of an NBA draft. In the NFL, it takes so much. But in the NBA, because of the way the contracts are set up, you can sneak into the back half of the top of the first, like, 9, 10, and get a guy who could be an all-star. Like, that's just how it works out. It'll be fun. I don't 
there's no point guards available to them out there on the market. There's no sign and trade guys that you really feel good about. I think they, he, he seems like he's trying to go that, that route. Why would he want those picks? They've been trying to get into the first for a while, for like months. And there's no shortage of rumors right now that like no sign saying that Brad's not just sitting there doing nothing. Like he's oh, yeah. clearly tons of smoke of him talking to people and still he's not done. He's not done. He's making moves. So should be a, a fun night. Yeah. See. Yeah. Final, final question before we, we take off and thank you, Jesse, for joining today. Uh, um, and thank you for being uh, very, you're not like, I, I was expecting like, you know, a big pop and circumstance Maybe. <laughs> behind you with Marcus. Yeah. Gone. You've had a rough year. You, you, you're a Broncos fan. You talked about this. I mean, <laughs> I, I've been, I, I think it's because I've known this for so long that like, this is not a surprise to me. And no. You know, you're a bud. I don't want to. Plus, I want I you appreciate to that. Plus, I want you to schedule that tea time for the week of the four. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> don't want you boxing me out. No. <laughs> Get me up, bro. Keep the skin um, grease. So, uh, over or what are the odds? Give me the your odds on Brad Stevens getting five percent of the um, presidential vote for 2024. That's <laughs> the only politics we're talking. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum. Hey, what about what about I know he's not a point guard, but what about Bruce Brown too? A hometown. I uh, yeah, I saw he tweeted. Yeah. He's in Boston. Yep. Oh yeah, I saw that actually. I think he might be back just to like show people the trophy, but it's fun to speculate. He's gonna be like 10 plus million. He already declined, but right. fun. I think it's Harrison Barnes. I think Harrison Barnes mid-level exception. Oh. Is he a free agent? Um yeah, he is. He is. He is. Okay, so his deal's up. Yeah, I know Harrison Barnes. What does he yeah. do? What's he do? Um, he he plays like small five. Um, okay. You know, he can play the four, too. If you want to go little, like little, Brogdon, assuming he's healthy, Pritchard, White, Brown, Harrison Barnes, he can mix it up a little bit. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it gives you a different look. He's a Tar Heel. That's all you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's your present for coming on the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you. It's the only guy Gibby could find. <laughs> Give me some well, Tar Heel out there. <laughs> well, well done. Thank you guys for being gentle with me today with uh, the Marcus Smart News. I, I oh, appreciate it. It could have been a meltdown, but it's the um, end of a non-existent era. Yep, put it in the rafters, like the Colts uh, national finalist, AFC finalist. Put him, put him one of those banners up there for for Marcus. Best heart. I said some really nice things to you guys. Thank you. About time. (laughs) Have a good night, gentlemen. Nice, Bell. Adios, Bell. Let's go, sees. Thank you.